The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 14th chapter. Jesus answered him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words. And the word that you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. These things I've spoken to you while I'm still with you. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I've said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I'm going away and I will come to you. If you loved me, you would have rejoiced. Because I'm going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it takes place, so that when it does take place, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming. He has no claim on me, but I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. Rise, let us go from here. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. I will put my spirit within you, and you shall live. So God, through the prophet, declared. And what God, through the prophet, declared has come to pass. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will take what is mine and declare it to you. So Jesus declared, and what Jesus declared has come to pass. It is the day of Pentecost, the day on which the Holy Church throughout the world celebrates the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Luke says that when the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. They being 120 of Jesus' disciples. The apostles were there, of course, including newly ordained Matthias, all set to celebrate his first Mass and the 72 whom he once sent out in anticipation of his own arrival. And the members of his family, too, like stepbrother James, first bishop of the Jerusalem church, and a large entourage of women who had followed all the way from Galilee, the Magdalene, Joanna, Susanna, and many, many more who had bankrolled his ministry and kept vigil as he died. His mother was there, the Blessed Virgin, all of them 
together in one place. Because it's Sunday, and that's what Christians do. It would be a very long day. First, the rush of a mighty wind filling the house where they had gathered to do exactly what we are doing here. Then the rush of the Spirit in all of them, making them speak in the Spirit of the mighty works which God had just done in Jesus for you. And then, as they poured into the street, ecstatic, came a very long sermon. Luke just gives us the bullet points that had in the end folks begging, pleading, to be rescued from this perverse generation. And they were. For by nightfall, 3,000 had been baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit, so that they began doing something that they had never, in their wildest imagination, ever dreamed of doing before. Praising one crucified, tortured beyond belief as Redeemer and Lord, and begging to be given the eternal manna of his living flesh and blood. Yes, it was time, Peter said, for young men to see visions and old men to dream dreams. It was time for men, women, children, slave, free alike, to be caught up in the wonder of the mystery that is Jesus for you. An open, slashed side with the blood and the water for you to grab as if your life depended on it. And really believe that in spite of all appearances to the contrary, he really is Lord and God. Lord, not just of your little hearts, not just of the Sunday school books, but of everything there is. The catalog of nations in that glorious Lucan text are the lands that Caesar claimed to rule in perpetuity, imperium sine fini, as Virgil's Jupiter had said, an empire without end. The events of this Sunday say, not so fast, Mr. Tiberius, Mr. Claudius, Mr. Nero. The kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever with a kingdom that has no end. And now everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. For Jesus is Lord of all. Lord of every single person driving past this sanctuary even as we speak. They may not know it or like it. They may right now despise it. But that doesn't change it. It doesn't change what the Apostle says about you either. That since you are in Christ... You are already God's new creation, seated with him in the heavenly realms. 
The old has gone. The new has come. Come to you and come in you. The rush of the spirit right now. For you have said, Kyrie eleison, Lord have mercy, no less than the 3,000 that Sunday long ago, and received it in abundance. You too have been cut to the heart and have been graced with the baptismally absolving word, and so have a new lease on life today. And the rush of having a conscience that is completely clear. Oh, you will have regrets and tears, as did those 3,000 long ago, some of whom had cried, crucify him, and had spat in his face, or maybe just laughed as he fell from the weight of his cross. You will grieve and lament over the loss of what you held most dear, as well as your past, those memories you want to shake but can't, including what others have done to you. It's all still there. But at the same time, there is something brand new, a newfound peace, that ever-repeated peace, wedged now between the holy consecration and the uplifted host and chalice where your eyes and heart are fixed, so that you can both take forgiveness, all of it, the whole deal, and give it to. And so commit your spirit, as Jesus did, into the Father's hands. Die, that is, with his kind of hope. Or if God says that today's not the day, then sing hymns. While gathered together in one place, or like Silas and Paul, while sitting unjustly in some jail, knowing all the while that God's promises are true, not just for the big-name saints, the really faithful few, but as Peter says, also for you, for you in those wonders which he shows to you right now, the gifts he places into your hand and mouth. For Christ reigns, and his spirit is even now taking what is his and declaring it to you. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.